Hey everyone, welcome back to another edition of That's Where Podcast. Guys, my name is Sonia Lewis, aka the Student Loan Doctor, and on this interview, I'm with my really, really good friends. I don't really know what's going to be said today. I feel like it's going to be funny. I feel like it's going to be raw. I feel like it's going to be transparent, but I also feel like you're going to learn a lot um, from these women in business. So today, I have with me um, one of my favorite people, Key and Miko. I'm going to let them do their own introduction for themselves, and then we're going to get into it. So Key, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us about your business endeavors, what you have coming up or what you're working on, and then we'll switch it over to Miko. Okay. Hi, my name is Key from V Seattle Beauty Boutique. Um, I have a hair business. I sell bundles. I'm also the co-owner with Miko of the Set Studios, uh, the Set Studios, which is where we're at right now. Yes, darling. And you know, I'm a mom, a businesswoman, mm-hmm. and you know, I'm funny. That's all. I'm just silly. Hey guys, I am Miko and I'm a serial entrepreneur. Um, I own several businesses. Um, first, I own one with my girlfriend, Key, which is a set studios. I also own the selfie, selfie room. I own a clothing boutique, vendor store. I also do property management. Everything. I, I just do everything. I, 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 I do so much. I can't even remember right now, but yeah. So the point is she's a big boss. Yeah. Okay, okay. So here's the thing. What I love about this podcast is that the rule of thumb for the podcast is that you have to be your authentic self. You can't sugarcoat or water anything down because what I'm trying to do intentionally is select people that have made it from the ground up. And so I really want you guys to get into your stories, which we will in a second, because somebody watching this might be in your same position. And the thing is, we got to make sure that we're authentic so they can know that they too can move up. Right. All right, so let's get into it. So before you guys became uh, serial entrepreneurs and business owners, before you stepped into entrepreneurship, what was it that you were doing that was making you money legally that (laughs) was like your pivot before entrepreneurship? Like that was a little shame, but um, no, no, I got to say that to no, no, no. So a lot of my guests (laughs) wasn't always so legal. Don't feel bad. So there you go. Um, you know what? With me, Sonia, and I share this with everybody. I worked at the school district. I also used to teach um, art at uh, Delaware County Community College. But after I lost my parents, like suddenly, it let me realize how short life is. I think we always feel like mm-hmm. we have time, but once they pass, it was like it has to be more. Like right. this just can't be it. I need to be able to, because life is. It just really taught me. And the worst way, I always say that killed me, but it birthed the beast. Mm-hmm. That's what I always say. Like, mm-hmm. that experience literally killed me. But it also, you know, birthed a new me. So, mm-hmm. you know, that that's what I think did it for me for the most part. For me, my spearhead into entrepreneurship came when my grandmother passed. She was really? the only person I could call for $40 <laughs> or, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, the only one. Not even my mom because, you know, my mom got sick, had to retire early. So, it was always me and my grandma. With helping my mom. Mm-hmm. So when my grandmother passed, I was like, no, wait a minute. Yeah. It, like, shit just got real. Yeah, it makes you feel like you so don't have any So that time. made my beast mode activated because now I was responsible for my mom. You know, she can't work mm-hmm. again. So it's just going to be what it's going to be. And even uh, somewhat for my family. So that was my, like, kick in the butt. Mm-hmm. Like, the person with the American Express card is gone. The person with, yep. the, like, the plan is gone. So I understand. Yeah, yep. that's definitely what it did. Okay, now, Miko, don't give us the show code version. <laughs> Uh-oh. Take us back to Miami. Ooh. We gotta go back. We have to. Now that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> that's weird. You, you have to go 
But you know what? I'm gonna give it to you. Please. So before they before it was Miko, um, there was Coco. Yes, that's right. Coco. Yeah, that's the name. Coco was the millionaire. Yes. Yeah. So Coco. So a million was doing what and how? Oh, you know what? No, but it was. Yes. So before Miko, the serial entrepreneur that everybody knows, there was Coco. Um, I started dancing um, at a teenage age, um, and I moved to Miami, and I was the first millionaire that, that made a million in Miami dancing. So mm-hmm. I was a dancer for years in Miami, mm-hmm. but it actually came from being a video vixen. Mm-hmm. So I was in two magazines before really? as a model, and then it went into like kind of both, like doing magazines. I, and, and, and I think dancing. Nico doesn't give herself enough credit. At all. It's getting weird. This is the thing. Miko has, if you don't mind me saying this, has experienced a millionaireship uh, several times over mm-hmm. in all different lanes. Okay. So there should never be a lane that she couldn't be successful in because one thing I've been learning about success is that it's a transferable skill. Mm-hmm. So you can be successful in whatever. If she decided to make dishes, she's going to make a million in because yeah. that's who is inside. Mm-hmm. It could be whatever she decides mm-hmm. to do, 100% is going to be successful you can take her and put her in any city successful mm-hmm. any circle successful so i think you got to give yourself more credit but you know what i i, I feel that way because even like being a dancer in philly right philly mm-hmm. and miami is totally different. oh yeah my miami is money that's how i made my first million in miami but philly is what really made me hard to make a million and i was one of the first women mm-hmm. in miami in my club to make that, mm-hmm. I kind of went up there and showed them how to make money. Right. I, well, yeah, well, I went, went there, there and right. I showed them. Okay. Um, so basically, yeah, so Philly has really made me. Philly make you a beast. Yeah. And they couldn't understand, like, what is this here? Were you from Philly? You moved to Philly. I'm from Philly. From I'm Philly. from North Philly. And then you went to Miami. I went to, so I, somebody broke my heart. I was a dancer here first. Okay. I never made a million here. Right. I bought a lot of things. Right. But I never made a million dollars. Right. Like, you know. Um, and then one day, um, my girlfriend, Angie, she was like, you know, I had a broken heart at this time. She said, let's just go to Miami and go to the beach. Okay. So I was like, all right. But when I went (laughs) to the beach, I started seeing money, money, Lamborghinis. I was seeing stuff that I like stuff that you don't see in Philly. Every house had a pool. So every house got a pool. Every house got a pool. So I was like, wait a minute. This is crazy. This is the life I want to live. They got grass. They Dude, got palm trees, do and guess what? In the air, my is tree grows mangoes. Listen, and the like air a is different. <laughs> and the air is different. Well, I don't know if I yeah, the no, so if you guys hear a little cough, that's because we're filming in Philadelphia. Yep. We shouldn't be here this long. Yeah. So anytime I stay in Philly over three days, I start coughing again. You guys know this. Yeah. I know. You do. But I no, don't yeah. cough in Florida. It's like two different uh, lungs. You know. I remember when we traveled, you had to take medicine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't take medicine anymore, so that's why I got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Because I'm off of the meds. Yeah. But the yeah. doctor said you can't stay long because you don't have the meds in your system anymore to prepare for this environment. Okay. And then you know that announcement with the, the Canadian fires, oh, God bless the people. Yeah. So that's what's still in our air lingering. If you look at the skyline, I still kind of see it. And then I have an app that I look at to see weather quality and air quality wherever I go because that's how sensitive it is. And I saw it out. I was like, I don't even know if we should tape today. Like, it really, for me, I should be inside with some air filtration 
and doing some work or something. Mm-hmm. Outside a little bit could just set this whole day like left. Right. I am not You're kidding. Right. No. Wow. I'm like, hey guys, what was this too long, doctor? You know, that hard breathing. Yeah. So no. Um, okay, so Miko, let me ask you this. Um, how does it feel? I feel like I've been learning something, ladies, and I didn't tell you this, so I, we've, I waited for some stuff for the podcast. I feel like I've been learning that every two, sometimes three, but it's looking like me that two years, a new version emerges. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So allow me to reintroduce myself to you Ooh. as my friends. I am a new person. I'm more. I'm actually a little more spicier. Can you believe it? I'm actually more assertive. Um, even like with our, our, our friend here, Joey, what's the first thing I said to you, Joey? I said, Joey, I got to put you in this message thread with my assistant because I don't have the capacity and I don't want to drop the ball with him. He's like, she didn't get back. There are so many balls to juggle right now that I have to utilize the right staff and team around me. So I don't drop any important balls. Joey's important. But I know that Joey didn't know that there's a big student loan decision that was coming mm. that I'm prepping for. He don't need to know all that. Mm. So Joey probably like, he like, hello. I'm like, when I see a message up there, I'm like, hey, Joey, we're still on. But the thing about it is in this season, I've decided I am a big boss. Mm. And, I will, oh, yeah. and I will designate everyone in my life appropriately, family, friends, and team members that I, that I employ. Another thing is, like, in this season, I can't be the only one just dedicated to the mission of getting some money. Like, I was just saying this behind the scenes. Like, everybody got to work. We are in different economic times. And I feel like, I, I don't know how to say this, but I just say it plain. Like, I know what it's like to be broke. And I know what it's like to be broke, broke. And I, I don't want to be broke or broke, broke again. So there's this thing that activates in me. And if you're not activating with me, you're out. Because I don't know if you're comfortable check to check, but I was saying, I feel like right now, if we're not careful, all entrepreneurs can find themselves in a check to check position Ooh. because the economy is changing. People aren't trying to book or they're, they're nervous. They're watching their money. They're, they're, you know, so it's like, I got to do the same stuff. Ooh. And so if we're not moving the same way, even if we dating, like, let me explain something. This, you, this is not the same person that people dated a couple years ago. Mm. I am a very generous person. But you know what I realized? You got to still let a man be a man. Mm. So now when we get to the, uh, what's that called? Like, even if it's like CVS getting snacks, you know, I'm real quick to swipe or just, because I just want everybody to go. I have to literally go like this with my hand and let that person oh, use their cash app or their oh, Apple damn. Pay. Oh, because I wasn't letting you be a man. Go pay for these snacks. Mm. I'm actually kind of parched. I need mm. something to drink, too. Mm. So what I learned is I have to speak up. And it, it's just going to be what it's going to be in this season. You know what I'm saying? I can still be generous at my discretion. But I don't even, my car don't even come out the little fanny pack. I don't even know. I like I don't got it. I don't even got it. And then I just activate my Bambi eyes. Yeah. I don't even So. I say that that's my prelude to my new season. So if they're like, oh, she's different, she is different. That's right. You know? So for you guys, I, and I know, well, depending on what you want to share, you're in new seasons too. Mm-hmm. So it's like a great time to do this show. Yeah. So let's talk about your new season. What does your new season look like? <laughs> oh, she gave me the mic. Um, it, uh, this might be a little rough. It's, yeah, it's new seasons. Um. I'm trying to do it y'all without, you no, know. Go ahead, Sonia said you got to spill it out. Oh, I can't be. 
Okay. The real you. Oh, make sure when I hand you this, right? You the real you. That energy needs to be the same. You always got it from me. You know, I know. It's honestly, it's been a lot of new changes. First of all, the set studios was something that was huge. Um, me and Miko worked really hard on this. This is amazing. And the day after our grand opening, she was pregnant, right. sick, down. So that was hard. Um, we're both single. I mean, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just spare you. Yeah, listen. She said you gotta, you gotta no band aid. No band-aid. Um, moms and working on businesses. And I feel like this year I'm just really intentional about everything I'm doing. Right. Um, and that's how I look at it. Like, if I don't do the right things, then my kids will suffer. Right. So it's times that I don't sleep. Right. It's times that I'm on two and three hours. Right. And I feel like, oh, my gosh. But then I'm like, you know, I pray for this. Mm-hmm. So I, I pray for this. Well, this is the thing. Nobody knows this or says this a lot but entrepreneurship doesn't come with a manual and i'm i'm gonna let you know if this shit had a manual uh, i'd probably not opted in mm-hmm. i'd still be at the college i know that's really bad design. now i've made a lot of money but i sometimes wonder like did i know what I, the hell i was signing up for no because it is very easy to go to work clock in nope. clock out Done. be laid up watch netflix and chill Eat what you want to eat. Don't care about if you need to go work out because you just ate some cheesy bread. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think it's very easy to be average. And no disrespect when I say it's that. Not. But when you decide to be in the run of the, the mill, even if you have a 9 to 5, doesn't mean you're average. I want to clear something up. Because there are people that have 9 to 5s that make great money and work really hard. Mm-hmm. But that's a stress that you opted into. But at the end of the day, it is still not your business. So around here, if the if the lights don't get paid, yeah, if the rent don't get paid, if the employees don't get paid, if the workers' comp don't get paid, the fucking workers' comp. If anything don't get paid, yes. it is all on you. And when you win, it is we. When you lose, it is I. And I think that people got to realize that when they're signing up to be an entrepreneur. So sometimes I'm just getting to a place now where people be asking if I stay at work. Stay at work, baby. Yeah. You don't well. have that ethic. No shade. Stay at work. And be the best worker you can be, and you'll probably have a better, happier life. But when people sign up for this, this doesn't because relationships are going to get impacted. I, I got This is. I'm happy you said that because I don't know if y'all remember this. I said I was gonna bring this up, and I might get emotional, I might not. But when we went to Miami and y'all went to Neil's thing, I'm gonna say this to y'all because a lot of times I feel like people, if they're not where their friends are, you'll sit back. These girls, they really like. They big, big bosses. But one thing about me, I'm always myself. I feel like it don't matter. I'll be around them. They can get, I'm me, 100%. But I want to share something with y'all. They went to Neil's thing, right? And I remember, I was knocked out. I said, you know what? I'm going. I didn't didn't have the money for the ticket. But I said, I'm not staying the fuck home. Because every time I'm around them, they talking money shit. I want to be I think I do remember this. Yeah, yeah. I was upstairs asleep. I hear her, Jay, wake up. It's 3.30. I said, is they drunk? Cause they don't drink, they don't, uh, especially this one, right? <laughs> well, really, it only takes us like so it takes us like two drunk, like two drinks, two and we're done. So I'm like, wake up! I'm checking. I said, it's three, man, fuck out of here! I pull my covers up and still sleep. She come running up the steps, cuts the lights on. She's like, "Key, you up?" I said, mm. "She said no." Well, I'm gonna say exactly what she said. You said, "No, bitch, I need you to sit up for this shit." She rips the covers off me. Here comes Sonia. And they like, listen, at the time, me and Mika were traveling a lot, helping women um, opening up businesses. We like worked together, like with everything. And Sonia said to me, she said, Key, I think y'all can make a lot of money if y'all open the business together. 
and I have a hair company. So at that time, I had my hair store, and that, I was closing it. Like if we would be gone a week, I my daughters this. would be in there. I'm gonna tell you the conversation. And, I, and I know she, I know she gonna, I know you gonna, right? Oh yes. <laughs> so I know you are gonna know. And I wasn't remember. I'm new to entrepreneurship, but this is why it's important to be around women or other people that are in the lanes you want to be in. Because I'm, I'm not in their lane, and I'm cool with you know what I'm saying, giving them the props that they deserve. Like she been doing this shit for 15 years, so 16. I don't expect to be where she's at. You know what I mean? I I give that respect. Sonya driving far. You got to give the respect. You don't like you can't skip the line. You know what I mean? I always tell her that. I'm cool Say with that. that. So I never try to skip the line. I'm cool where I'm at and I learn and they know that and I, I soak it up. But she said y'all can make a lot of money if y'all start a business together. When she said that, remember, pay attention who's telling me that, right? I didn't say, "Oh, well, I just opened up my store 2 3 years ago. I took that shit in." Oh, you did when so. Miko came to me with the opportunity to open up the set, I'm saying, okay, everything is fucking content right now. Right now, we're doing fucking content. Right. I get in the car. I'm doing content. I said, that's a million dollars. No brand. I said, hell yeah. She was like, what? I said, hell yeah. Anything she on, it's money. So I'm, I'm on it. I'm like, yup. I closed my shop, uh, you know, I, I, and I moved my hair store down here. But I knew, I thought about you once she said I said, oh, this is the money, motherfucker. I remember you saying that. Like, she like, y'all work together so well. This is like my sister. I don't, everybody's not going to have what we have. It's right. a little bit. It, it is. I think Sonya being around us in the house that weekend, you well, really I was gosh, like. Let me tell that part of the story. Uh, well, you can. We, I mean. I'm going to tell you, I'm gonna so, tell you go, the go, oh, right, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Talking about no, give it a mic. Give it no, go ahead. Because you, y'all were talking so, about So, basically, and she did She did say that, but it was a conversation that me and Sonya had, I think. I was first. First. Mm-hmm. So, basically, um, the number one thing she said about you, she was like, I love Key. She's very loyal. She said, I could tell that Key loves you. And she, you know, and with the hair thing, she's, Sonya was basically saying, I don't think she really loved that. So she needed to just find a niche that she loved. But I think that y'all work very good together. Yeah, it's fine. If y'all hear the baby, just yeah, ignore it. It's okay. <laughs> she taking him out. Yeah. Sorry, guys. That's my grandson. <laughs> Keep on. Sorry. It's okay. Go ahead. You on set with family. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Just talk more. <laughs> Is she taking him out? Signal him. Yeah. This is, but this is, look, this is, you want to do entrepreneurship? This is entrepreneurship. I got my daughter here. She got her five-month-old baby here. You know, this is, this is entrepreneurship. So this is another thing. My 21-year-old daughter's here. We got the five-month-old baby here. We got grandkids in the bed. This is how it goes. This is our, this is, that's our grandson. Yeah. It's life. It's entrepreneurship. Go ahead. Shelly, <laughs> go drag him to the back. She went his smile. Yeah, just let him know, Shelly. So okay. basically, when we was driving home, mm-hmm. you were saying this. Mm-hmm. And when we got home, I was so hyped up. Number one, first of all, I talked about you on my um, live. I mean, not my live, my um, close friends mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I said, based off, you know, the people that you hang around or you have access to, that's very important. It's mm-hmm. going to determine what you're going to have in the future, who you're going, you know. And I told him about the whole Neo situation. Mm-hmm. Can I tell him the story about that real okay, quick? I know remember, go ahead. So basically, I never, ever in my life, and I'm looking at the camera, ever in my life would pay even 300 to see nobody. Oh, 200, man. 400, 500, 600, 700, 800. So I'm going to say this very, very clear. Oh, we did go to that workshop. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And you got me in actually at a discount rate. Yes, I did. The discount rate was five grand. 
So I remember on the phone. Oh, that's right. We you did. used to get a lot of stuff. So I'm about yeah. to break it down yeah. to you. Yes, I remember. We had so, the house. So, so listen. So before, so I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just be real yeah, with this story. Me. I'm gonna be real with this story. So normally I'm not, I'm not paying nobody no, no five thousand dollars. I'm like, well, what are we doing? Is we, <laughs> is, am I getting a house? Am I getting a car? That's the mindset. So. So when Sonia uh, was like, well, listen, I'm going to see if I, I'm, I, she was like, I'm going to get you in a little cheaper. So I'm thinking like, all right, so if she get me in at like 3500 that's still pushing it. But so Sonia called me back. She said, all right, darling, I got off the phone with Neo. I can get you in for five grand. I said, oh. Because it was 7500 Yeah, I said five grand. So I was like, but then I, and I'm going to be transparent right now. I was like, you know, I didn't want it sound like I was like a broke, a broke joint. Yeah, so I was like, all right, 5000 I was just like, so I got off the what phone. What did you get from it? Do you remember? I, yeah, I remember I'm, I'm you about had, to break it down. Like I'm going to get, get there. Yeah. I'm going to get there. But I got to get to you that, uh-huh. make, that changed my mindset. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so I'm like, five grand? That was a discount? And everything that happens in my life, I call her on the phone. <laughs> so I'm like, well, what five grand? Like, what are we doing? Like, what is Neo going to show me? Am I going to be with Neo no for, like, a Forever? week? Yeah, a week. <laughs> that's the, that's that. how I'm thinking. So when Sonya called me back, she said five grand. I'm like, huh. So I didn't want to sound broke to you at this time. So I was just like, all right, I guess I'll pay it. <laughs> But listen, no, it's more. No, the card ain't work. No, wait, I'm about to tell you so funny. So I'm like, no, but I say this part. Let me say this part. No, no, kid, don't tell him. Let me say this part. So I'm like, I don't want to say I'm broke to Sonya's student loan doctor because I'm trying to be a friend. And I don't, I know I don't want to think she like I'm a broke friend. So I'm just like, yeah, I got up in my mind. got to be different. She bought me some pearls. Like, I did. I'm just like, yeah. So I'm like, all right, five grand. Boom. Going to Miami. Boom. Be around Neo. I said, Neo better teach me some shit for 5000 so, yep. like, So I'm just like, all right. So when you called me back, you was like, are you going? I just talked to Neo. So I was just like... Um, you know what's funny? I'm not even that pushy, but something just told me to keep pushing her. Yeah. And yeah, I feel we, like with Miko, I was assessing. Remember, we all getting to know each other. Yeah. I was like, she got good people around her, a.k.a. you. Yeah. I was like, but nobody's pushing her to open. And you I was like, no, nah, I'm just going to think she's going to get over yeah. it. You got that money or not? Yeah, you know? that's, and that's how you was on the yeah. phone. You was like, you got it. I was like, yeah, I got it. So I was just <clears> like, all right. So mind you, I got a chase card. Mm-hmm. My chase card had seven seven thousand seventeen thousand five hundred. Right. So I was like, all right. So I told you, you was like, use your card. So I was like, oh, okay. But still in my brain, I'm like seventeen thousand, I could flip right. it into this and I'm gonna do this. And I was just like, No, my Miko, you gotta so I call Key. Key is always the one that's just like, do it. Yeah. Like she always the one that's just like do it. And then it's like and it's coming from Sonya so you know it's right. Yeah, I knew it was gonna be no Fugazi and I knew that if I could just get her in the room room. I knew whatever was supposed to happen was gonna happen. So what happened was so now I'm talking now I'm starting to talk to Neo. Right. Because what happened was something his assistant had sent me a message which message was like something is wrong. We tried to (laughs) change. 
We tried to run your car, but something happened to it. Right. So I was just like, something wrong with it. So I was like, all right, well, let me call my bank and see what happens. So I called my bank. They said, well, we don't know what's, what's going on, but the money is still on there. Here I go, you know what? Maybe this is God's yeah. sign. It's not time for me to spend my 5000 I'm going to just keep my 5000 I'm going to tell Sonya. They said something wrong with my car, so I can't go. I think she tried. <laughs> so I'm now, call back. Now, first, now it was assistant sending messages. Now, Neo started messaging me. I'm like, now, Miko, you can't act broke with Neo. Because I had already told him. Yeah. He <laughs> like, don't let so, go of it. She was ready to go Yes, I was happy. I called my bank and I was just like, ooh, it didn't go through. I got my 5000 They go no, through. No, no, no. Well, wait, hit fast forward. Okay. What did you get out of it if you can remember? Okay, I'm about to go into that. Because she had the light bulb. Let me, just, let me tell you something. So, first of all, like all the way up into that time, I, you know, I, I believed in myself, but I was like, what, what's missing from me? Why am I not reaching certain levels? Mm-hmm. I'm not reaching certain levels because I'm not around millionaires. Yes. Right? So when I went to, when I went here, I started, like, everybody in the room had money. So I, it, I, I, when Neo was talking, it wasn't really about what he was saying. It was about the people that he had in the room. And I'm talking about he had, no. He had major people, and it just, you know, and everybody was cool. I got on the yacht, and when we got on the yacht, they like, you know, I heard your story. I heard what you what got, what's, what's going on with you, and I'm just like, you know what? I want to learn something from everybody, mm-hmm. and, and I never do that. I'm more like, I don't, I'm not asking nobody because I don't want to dick ride nobody, mm-hmm. and most people that have a lot of success, they mm-hmm. feel like they don't even want to tell you nothing. Like, their attitudes right. is up their butt, but... The, the, the mastermind, everybody, like the lawyer. I'm going to tell you mm-hmm. about the lawyer. That you, yeah. the, um, the lawyer yep. girlfriend lawyer. you have. Yes. The, what's her name? Biz, Biz lawyer. Biz mm-hmm. lawyer. So we sitting in a car together. So I'm I'm sitting there telling her about my, my big house I got. I said, yeah, I got a house in Delaware. It's nice and big. Thinking about getting a pool. Baby, she turned around and pulled up her house. I said, <laughs> she said, yeah, this is getting done. She's getting a home theater built. I'm talking about a uh, custom theater but her house was retarded mm-hmm. and i needed that because it's like you on that i'm on this right and it made and me be like come too. on come on she, she did get her theater side when yeah. everybody yeah, so i got there. the theater but i needed that i want to be in rooms where people are showing big things right. you know and they're not showing it to brag they're showing like because no, everybody just... in that room is 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 there for one thing to right. get their money more up yeah so when i'm talking to these people I'm like, damn, he and the guy that do the big podcast, what's his name? Which one? Sifa you know he was there. He's sitting right in front of me. I never knew who he was. Mm -hmm. So it's big people in there, and I'm talking to everybody. But I'm not like, I don't know who people are. When you took me there, you remember, you weren't the first person that introduced me to a room. Mm Mm-hmm. Of people, and I didn't even know who I was talking to, but I was I was on a yacht. I was like, "Hi, my name is Miko, and I got this. What you do again?" And they like, "Well, I, I do this, and I do this, and I make a million dollars doing this." Then I go to the next person. So when I left there, those that- environments are priceless. And I have to say this: if, if if you're listening and you're feeling uncomfortable listening, this is good because the thing about it is, I would have never imagined paying five thousand for a ticket mm-hmm. either. Uh, the most I paid for an, a, a, a program like that was about 35000 
And when that wire left my account, I did cry in the parking lot. I don't mm. care what nobody say when 35 leave, when you see mm. then they're going, you know, you know, not explain that one. And especially when you're not getting something tangible, like for 35,000, you're used to getting a car, maybe a key to a property or, but you're getting investment into yourself. Your brain really can't process that until you make yourself show up for things. The thing is, whether you're buying a $150 ticket or you're going to buy yourself a ticket for uh, 5000 the thing is, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably aligned like us mm-hmm. and you believe in investing in yourself. And when I couldn't afford a lot of things, my first ticket with Neo, so funny, I wish I gave that man, that first ticket with Neo um, was $150. Mm. And it left me with $20 to get through the rest of the week. I had a full tank of gas. I had enough food to last me, like, you know, like you do your lunch and dinner, mm-hmm. to like Thursday. I went to go to my grandma's house on Thursday for dinner, or was it Wednesday for dinner in Leicester? I don't know. And then I got paid on Friday. That's how I had to ration that money. Mm-hmm. But I knew I needed to spend that 150 because I needed to be in a room with people that thought bigger than I thought. Mm. See, the, the thing about self-assessment is knowing what it is that you need. And she really did pay the 5000 because she had a conversation with herself, if you guys heard it. She said, I, I need to be in these rooms. I'm not already in these rooms. Why am I not going further? And when you leave it at that, you be thinking to yourself, like, because I don't invest in myself, because I don't have the confidence in myself. So I got to get in this room, and even if I just pretend a little bit, I can start to make up some shit once I see how people moving. Mm. But you can't even see it if you're not in the room. Nobody's ever going to invite you to success. Mm-hmm. It is taken. Yes. You're lucky if you get one person that actually give a fuck to call you and That's invite you. For me, my one person was Nehemiah. Mm. For me, it was you, right? For what's right? Am I saying it right? And so there's a lot of people, unfortunately, that's even watching this show. They don't have somebody that cares about their success. So they'll never get to where they're supposed to because half of this, the journey, is relationships. Nobody gets there by themselves. So, and me, how we met was I took her class. Yes. I didn't have one guy throwing girlfriend, nobody. My parents passed, and I was listening to her talk online. I said, what? And then I said, she dropped. I said, oh, she's getting some fucking money. I got to get it. I need to do that. I'm going to this class. You did start off with going to her classes. Yes. yes. And how much she was giving to people for what little she was charging, I was like, oh, she giving me too much. I got to do something back. I'm going to stay and help you clean. That's how right. I felt. Because right. I, I needed but that But that was right me with Nehemiah. That, that was me with Nehemiah. I, yes. But I knew I never wanted to work for him. I wanted to work with him. Or I wanted to, because one thing about me, I got like, I always said I always got, I got million dollar ideas. You know how me and you brainstorm uh-huh. another day. What we gonna do is, and I don't know where that, what that gift is called. I don't know, but it's a gift. But wait, you that's not all. Oh, but wait, the crazy thing is, I feel like everybody has that, but it doesn't. It's not pushed out when you're around people. Like promise them, but let me say something. Like I said, if I was around a bunch of motherfuckers, it's not doing nothing. I'm like, yo, I want to open a hair store. People are like, how the fuck you going to do that? So it's like once somebody, once your uncle or your sister or your brother say that shit, it fucks with your head. And you be like, damn, you right. Because then you look around like nobody else got one. When I, after taking her class, and I was like, yo, I'm, my mom passed away of cancer. And that's how, and I, and I did hair, and I went to hair school. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I always wanted to put hair in their store. They owned a pawn shop on 52nd Street. Mm-hmm. But at the time, my dad was leaving the business. And he said, said you know, I don't want you on 52nd Street. But he said, everybody knows, knew him and respected him. But he was worried about me being in there by myself. Right. But long story short, after, you know, ha- like being around her, so I said, I could do this shit. 
shit, this like fuck it. You know, I'm not saying it was easy, right? Or it is easy, but just that quick being around other people that is on the same type time, it changed my whole shit up. And then anybody who wasn't like thinking how I was thinking, I I, I had to really cut the phone calls. Mm-hmm. Like when you start really thinking about doing you some other You almost get allergic sh- to those types yes. of people. Because you when you saying, how can you do that? And how you, oh, I can't fuck with that. I need you to be on, yeah, let's do it. Because that's how our conversations go. She already know, but she called me with some shit, I'm with it. But what we doing? So the, the question is, the question is not um, how, but who. Really? So you, as long as you got your people in place that can help you do this, you can do anything you really want to I do. Agree. You know what I mean? And I think there's an art of, uh, and I'll say this, there is something special about, entrepreneurs that come out of Philly. And I don't know, even for me, when I'm not feeling as motivated, a trip home, driving through certain neighborhoods, yeah. breathing the air, seeing the Schuylkill Punch, like there's a there's a love that I have for Philly and that there's, there's a disdain for it at mm-hmm. the same time. And I love it because this is where home is, friends, family, right? Memories. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's the story me and my grandma used to, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But the disdain for it is no, nothing's fucking changing here. Agreed. Buildings are changing. Landscape is changing. People are not changing. Mm-hmm. This city is stagnant. I Yes. Like, you could see new buildings and new real estate all around us. But the people in the, the city mind. are not changing. It's actually really fucking scary. So the problem is, what's going to have to happen is it's going to go one or two ways. It has to be either a positive revolution. That's what I pray for. Or it's going to be so bad that it has to be bad before good. And those people have to leave. They will be pushed out if they don't get with the new program. Because even as simple as North Philly, as simple as Olney, as simple as Germantown, construction is changing. Housing is changing. You see how Saul put up yeah, how I, where I her home you, is. They building the million dollar homes right next to it, and it's gonna make her property value go up, of course. But think about the other people that can't afford those 40, new taxes. Yeah, right. So I got a house in Atlanta, right? My my house taxes last year was like eight hundred dollars. Little mm-hmm. Airbnb situation. Well, that shit doubled this year. Yeah. Why? Because down the street there's new construction. So luckily I could afford it, and I and then there there this is not Pennsylvania and Georgia. I ain't going to lie to you. I put the paper down. I was like, all right, I'll get to it. Because I was like, mm-hmm. fuck you, sex. Yeah. I was irked. Wow. I, you know what? I, it took me 10 days to get back to it. I'm not making this up. I go to log in. They started the lean process. Damn. I said, 10 days? <laughs> I felt like a broke bitch. Yo. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> I called my girlfriend that's in real estate and screenshot. I said, bitches, they coming to get the house. Because the house is paid for. So she said, oh, you know what? She said, I forgot to tell you. She said, you're in a state that, that's very, um, that's very uh, what's the word, vigorous about pay for properties. She said, they will start and close the lien on you quicker than a property that has a note on it. Wow. Ten days, y'all. I'm not making this up. That's crazy. I said, the shit was just due to, luckily, I could afford to pay it in full. Yeah, especially that short. But I was like, that wasn't, it wasn't on my list to pay right away. I was of like, course. okay, this is an order of stuff that got to get paid right now this week. Like, every week I got a list. Yeah. I had to fucking add that in the list because they started wow. to lean. In 10 days. 10 and days. think about a working person who gets a check. You know, they can't do it. You're not going to do it. You had you to lean. You had to lean. And I had to call them back that, oh, when, it, when the shit cleared two days, is my lien removed? Like, they didn't put one. They said in red, uh, starting lien process. Wow. 
10 days, y'all. You know how many people be up a creek if this I was do. in Philly? Well, obviously, it's different rules in different places. Praise God for that. But, but you don't know. Stuff changes all the yeah. time. All right, so we got to pivot because we got to wrap up a little bit. So I want to talk about our personal as much as you want to. I don't care. And it doesn't have to be just romantic. It can be uh, regular friendships if you want to get into that. But from a romantic standpoint, I will say this. As a woman entrepreneur, as a successful woman entrepreneur, there are going to be things differently that you have to consider and think about in this season, right? Mm -hmm. So one of the things I experienced, and it's really unfortunate, is that there are guys that I would absolutely date, but they're intimidated. Or even if it was somebody I would allow to double back, it's just like one or two I would. <laughs> but somebody, and this is a true story, I, I, um, I saw my first love the other day. Mm -hmm. um, it was actually by accident. Ooh. And I was like, oh, hey, we're still good people. And we hugged, and he was like, he just had this look. I said, what does that look for? He said, he said I should have I should have just did different. I said, well, I said, why you ain't never spin a block? You know, we playing and joking. Mm -hmm. He said, I don't, I don't think that, that you would be happy with me. I, I just feel so normal and average. And that really hurt my heart to hear that because I'm still the same person I believe on the inside. But I know yeah. that it looks like it's a lot more. But you know what I realized when he said that, and it's a really unfortunate thing. I hope he's watching this with love. Um... I couldn't push the issue of him or allowing him to spend the block because Ooh. he didn't see himself Ooh. as wait, a high-value man that should be available for me. And one I thing I'm that. not doing in this season, mm -hmm. if you don't feel like you played a part or you can't then fit the bill, don't. I believe you. Yeah, me too. There is no convincing. There's no pep talk. There's no speech. There, no, 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 no. Because your actions, but what you believe up here will be this. shown in your actions. So when he said it, I said, you know what? He's right. And it was a hard hug goodbye because I was like, oh, like. Well, I, I got to speak on this. Uh, um, so with this, my dad, and I and I, I don't care. I got to talk about my dad whenever it comes to me. My dad was like, he'll just get that shit done. Like he took care of his kids. When I grew up. Um, we lived in an okay neighborhood. It was nice at that time. We had to move. Long story short, we moved. I grew up. I'm not being like that. When I look at it as a teenager, I saw how decent my parents were. Mm -hmm. We had a pool. We had horses. Let me tell you something. Though, but my dad dropped out of school, though, to have to take care of my grandma. Um, and our neighbors were doctors and stuff. I looked at my dad like, damn, he's you're a hustling-ass motherfucking dude. Mm -hmm. we're you're a black man. We're Why do you think that men don't have that same grit? Not all men. Well, I think now. But in overall, that, that grit so, does not exist. So I will say, though, it's two parts, though, of this. Because, again, he had my mom. So I feel like I love completely different than women do today. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie. I saw my mom, like, the way she loved on my dad. I love on my men like that, and women don't. So I'm how you tease about mm -hmm. Nehemiah's wife, I'm that wife. Like, oh, yeah. I'll be that. Like, mm -hmm. if my husband was working hard and I cooked Sunday breakfast and he's tired, and she know that. She used to tease. She, she'd be like, I'm that type of female. Mm -hmm. Like, she called me Pancake. Like, that was my nickname. But in your situation, you became Pancake. But anyway, um, I, I if, Well, you if became Pancake man, what year? This year, last year? Yeah, but, but wait, we're going to skip. I know, we're going to come to you. Because I got something to say about her okay. becoming Pancake. pancake you did what, become that, Pancake. But, like, don't let me okay, forget what I say. Okay, don't let me forget. So I feel like women today, when they look at men, it's like, I want a $15,000 bag. I want a 5000 I talk about this all the time. When I, I look at stability. a man, I look at a person, 
Like, I love men. I, I'm not going to lie. Different than women do. Like, my man handles and take care of men. I'm taking care of that man. Right. Like, I cook. I'm bringing the shit to the bed. Right. Like, in our family, our men don't. And the, I mean, and we talking about real men. No, so I'm the I same, hate when, no, I'm the same way. Because I'm going to pay. No. This is it. When... When you say that, women today are like, oh, we work, we do this. I'm talking about real men, though. So I don't want the comments and the, you know, oh, I'm talking about real grown-ass men that take care of, right. you know, and I like those type of men. Now, what you just said, somebody came in here, the other, and I know he's going to be watching. He came in here, and we were doing something, and I asked him something. He said, oh, I'm shy. And I was like, well, you in here, you going to be on set, so you really kind of can't be shy. By the time he got comfortable, and I know he probably going to talk shit, but by the time he got comfortable at the end, he tried to talk to me. And I said, I'm not being like, because my dad was like a, almost like a Tony Soprano presence. Mm-hmm. Like, I said, no, it would never work. And he said, what you mean? I said, you said you were shy. When I think of men, I think of like, like I like them type men. I like men that like, they aggressive. Like, you gonna make me feel safe. You said you're shy. I would eat you I'm alive. Scared, right. So I don't like right. shy men. A man to me is like, if something happened, he gonna grab my hand and be like, "Come on, baby." Grab like, my hand. Just my hand, you, my hand yo, automatically go out for yes, when we cross like the street. Men make if me, you don't yeah. grab my hand when we cross the street, you're cut. It's a lot. You want of, me to get hit? Like, yeah, I really a lot I'm, of, I'm, and I touch my, I, know him like, I asked my son and he's 14. The yeah. other day we was in the car and a couple was walking and I said, what's wrong with that? He, I said, you see him with his girl. What's up with that? He, he said, wasn't my son was like, she's supposed to be on the, on the other inside. side. You Cause don't if have the car skipped the curb, I've yeah, never seen it happen in life, but if it ever had been, I need to but know. It's just right. your men, but I feel like yes. it's natural things that men do. But I think we live in a time where women look at men as all financial instead of a person. And the reason why they look at them like mm-hmm. that, cause they don't have a dad. They don't have a uncle, well, a brother that they personally love though. But there's something that's happening that's, that's allowing men to look at women like financial bags too. Because in in my reality, there should never be a conversation about what it is that I'm doing or earning until we're about to go into marriage. In the dating season, I don't give a fuck if I make 10 times what you make. I don't expect to touch the bill. Now, I am generous and I might cook. I might do little mm-hmm. things. I might. I, I don't know. But I should never have to wonder, am I touching this this $100 bill to register? Well, I'm not you, touching Wait, it. I'm going to throw something out I'm there with you it. because with the brothers, I'm with this. If I'm a dude and I'm dating, I got three dates this week. Mm-hmm. I'm not taking, excuse my friend, I ain't taking all these bitches to roof, Chris. But that's the thing. But can he Here's be the problem. Can he take you Nobody to told him to take out three women. You have to men be discretionary with your time and your money. Mm-hmm. The fact that you are on three dates We're is dating. fucking stupid. Be, no, 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 no. There is a difference between when you decide to uh, date and, and court. See, like in the beginning stages of dating, I think that should be very affordable. That's a walk oh, in the okay, park. That's, all that's I some do ice cream. Okay. When we talk about sitting down in nice restaurants, you like this bitch. You're invested These in her. These be wanting to go there on well, the first but, day. But, but that's like, not. I'm going to keep it. But if you're not a man that's about to be out here tricking, then <laughs> act accordingly. Like, don't because put yourself in these situations. I mean, whoa, we all got social media. They be, oh, my God, he called girl. He, I mean, it be like, and let's be real. And, and where are they getting this from? Normally, aunts that are not married. Never mm-hmm. been married, can't keep a man, got a bunch of baby debt. So a lot of times we taking advice from the, the wrong, wrong people. people. In my case, my mom was married, my dad was married, my grandparents were married. So <laughs> I, I just, 
I feel like I look you at different, different yeah, upbringing. So well, what different. I've learned is that there should be a mentor for you in every season of your life, in every area. Agreed. So a mentor for me in this place, when I'm looking for an, an older woman mentor, is someone is, uh, to my knowledge, happily married. And they could keep it real with you and say that they really go through X, Y, and Z. But I know that I'm not asking girlfriends that haven't experienced marriage about marriage. Okay. You still talking about fucking favorite colors like I am. I don't need to know what you got yeah. going on. And I don't and I don't wanna and I don't want to be a single mom. So I decided when I think about motherhood, I'm gonna ask the women that are married what it looks like to be a mom. This is I, business shit. I asked my girlfriend that has children by herself, single mom, what's it like? And it's they, nobody's reporting back that it's fun. That they're excited well, for that. Okay, so so when we say that, like, because I was, you know, now we're not together. We was together since I was 19 until, you know, what, July-ish? Mm-hmm. La- you know, last, last July. So, and all our kids basically are like, you know, our youngest is 10. Right. So, I feel like, you know, I definitely didn't want to be a single mom. And I, I felt like I stayed because I had a family. Right. I had my father. Those are things that were important to me. But, you know, I definitely will look at it and be like, I gave it my all. No, like shit my happens. All. But let so, me say but this. But I get what you're saying. I'm not going signing up for it, no shit. If shit happens, I'm, I'm okay with that. But I'm I not going into nothing knowing that I'm going to be agreed, by agreed. myself. Agreed. I'm not going into nothing knowing I'm. it's going to be all on me. I'm just not going. I don't have kids for a reason. But women have warnings, though. Well, but that's the point. So I know how to read warnings, and you I've got been getting six, out. You got six baby moms, and you ain't with none of them. And, and, and I you need saying her to come back. The we gotta, yeah, she coming back. Pancake it, session. It, it's just. And, Miko, and, we need you. And okay. they and it's like you when the brother told you we had six baby moms, you still wanted to have a baby to this motherfucker. Like I you love didn't somebody that had four be baby moms before. Yeah, I'm, you know, so that's not going to work for me. Red flag, my favorite flag. To yeah, play I feel like you, you, when you're but, the first one, you don't get a warning. But can't. when you're coming in and at our age, I, that's, so this is another thing I'm going to say. And people change. I think me, when I, when talking about like relationship, I know now for one thing, for sure, it would definitely, I would have to be with somebody that, um, that I could talk to. Like my man got to be like, that got to be my, that got to be my homie. That got to be like Very one important. of my best friends, like. I don't, I would never do nothing to disrespect them. I think also too the way women are. I find that men think that like all women are like that. I feel like me being how I am is it doesn't bother me when they talk about women a certain way because a lot of women talk about men that way. But mm-hmm. I feel like there are still good men left, regardless of how everybody feels. Right, there are good brothers out here because I'm still you a good woman, right? In the world that right. we're seeing a lot of thighs, a lot of stuff going on. So if you can still be a good woman, if I can still be it's a good woman. It's hard to be a Proverbs 31 woman in a Carisha uh, world. But that's what I'm saying. I and, but I, I like Carisha. being, and I like, Sorry, and no, but I like it. I like, but she also loves love, regardless of what they put well, out. Well, she just said recently that yeah. she don't want her child to be a. Uh, exactly. What's that, exactly. What's that type Come of girl back, called? Because you, you right on time. What's that type of girl called? A city girl. A city girl. She don't want her kids I to be a city girl. A dip, but I do think, I do like being sexy, though. I feel like. No, no, you it's got, I, yeah, I do like girl. being sexy, but I'm city not. City girl has intention. I, All right, I need to go know, something. I can't. Miko, you became a, a pancake patty recently. Huh? Pancake patty. Because you used to call, yeah, speak it. Remember you was talking on the What's show? the question? I had the mic. Bring the mic up. But yeah, you in, your, in, your, in your life recently, mm-hmm. he said you had became a pancake patty. Yes. But you were like, yes, you know. But that's not a pancake patty. No, I'm being funny. Like catering to you, man. Catering. So y'all know. Well, here's the thing. I think that you could be a, a, a boss. 
And I think you can cater. But let me say this, and this is why things will or won't work. Mm-hmm. And I know this is going to sound radical, so bear with me. There is no room in this equation ever again in life, mm-hmm. particularly I'm going to speak to Miko, mm-hmm. for her not to be a boss. If the man that comes in her life next does not allow Miko to be Miko, Miko got like 10 personalities, y'all. She has to be comfortable to be all of them, and he has to support that. I do think she does need somebody strong, though, because she can go a little left. Not think? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, she need one. But but when you start changing the nature of her, or she feel like she has to change, it is not going to work. So your job in this next relationship is to watch those flags. Mm -hmm. If anybody is triggering you or making you feel like I can't be my 100% authentic self, and if you feel uncomfortable to play big, that is the red light. That is the red flag. Mm -hmm. So I will ask you, when you went to your pancake stage, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, did you kind of feel at any point, oh, no, I don't know if this is going to be sustainable? If this is going to, or did you really want that stage to work? No, well, that was my first marriage. I've never been married before, so I was married. I'm divorced now. Okay. But I, I got married, and I actually. You didn't say you wanted to be married. I, I did want to be that. married, she and that was my that. first time being a wife, and I actually like doing the pancake stuff. Yeah. I like cooking. I like serving. I like doing all those things, so I love that part. Um, the only thing is, it's like, that was like, wait a minute, so I got to work a whole bunch of hours and then come home and be pancake mom but it it, it was actually good because I, I i wanted to do it that's the difference i now, wanted to that, do it would, would you in this next season do you feel like it's important that you don't work as much well like, this is my next season okay we both going to do it right you know that, that you know what I'm saying we both we both going to do it like you might got monday and i might got tuesday mm-hmm. he might got win so it, it was just you know sometimes um like i said i'll be super tired um, but it wasn't like a force. I'm not mm-hmm. even going to sit here and act right, like right. it was like, are you cooking dinner tonight? And based off you my situation, cause yeah, because I loved them and he, he likes to, he used to like to eat. So right. it wasn't a problem. But I think my next marriage, we, we going to have days. We're going to talk about it. I'm going to say, babe, so what day you got? What day I got? Cause you know, um, I'm, I'm going to be at the set for a couple hours. Like we got a whole bunch of bookers there. So it's like, all right, no, no, no problem, babe. What you want for tonight? It got to be more of that this mm-hmm. time around. So. I was about to say, I don't even think it's a matter of days because then it's like, oh, Monday's your night. It's right. just getting where the fuck you fit in. And if somebody having wife, that flexibility yeah, with if you. my wife is at the set and she got bookings to 11 and 12, nigga, you shouldn't be waiting on me to come yeah. home and do shit anyway. I'm out here getting to the bag. Like, you know, it should just be teamwork. When you start doing dates and times, then that right. starts arguments. You know what I mean? Just so in. in this next season, we'll, we'll wrap up with this question. What do you think you want the qualities of your uh, next partner, husband, what, what do you want that to look like? You know, I, I joke a lot, and I'm really genuine, and I'm affectionate, and I'm I'm like lovey-dovey, and I, I need all those things back. It don't got to be tit for tat, because I'm not tit for tat, because I cater. But I Give us three, the three um, things. You know, just when I say take care of me, it's like what we said, if I'm getting late and you see I'm tired, like just do some things for me. I'm not a materialistic person. I like to be treated good. You know what I mean? And I like memories. I like thought. Mm-hmm. So it's like anybody can take you to, like me, I, y'all might not know. I like kayaking. I like doing shit like that. I'm like outside. I swim. When we go to Miami, I jump off the yacht. So I, I like fun. So, you know, 
take care of me. Make sure I'm I'm good. Like you, my man. So you was like, you should mm-hmm. be my better half. Like, mm-hmm. cause I'ma know you. I'ma know as soon as you, something ain't right, I got you. I'ma mm-hmm. take care of that shit. Like, and she know how I am without you even saying it. If I'm away, I can call and you know take care of me. Make sure I'm good. I feel I'd be a hundred percent genuine. Like you could trust. Like I'm trustworthy. I don't lie. Like we grown. I, I don't have to lie. Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna lie to you, and I don't want you to lie to me. Like. Even if you think that shit gonna hurt me, right? Tell me, cause I'm not gonna lie. Like when something happened and somebody say you did something, and you tell me you didn't. I need to know the fuck you didn't, cause that's me right there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's how I would carry it. So I feel like that, and um, I don't know. Just make sure you always have like, you know what I mean? Oh, respect. And I'm gonna say this because my parents was married all my life, and I think how I worked is I never heard my dad call my mom out her name, mm-hmm. and I never heard my mom call my dad. dad. What happens is you start all oh, this bitch, this dad. You calling the woman a bitch, and then it's like when you calm down a little yeah. bit later, you want to get in the bed, and you want somebody doing all this crazy. I told that uh, shit too much. I told somebody recently. It's too much. He said something like he like he joked. He was like, "Man, I'm gonna fuck you up," or I'm a, or he did like a domestic violence type of joke. Entrepreneurship. Go ahead. He did a domestic violence type of joke or something, or mm-hmm. I'm gonna beat you up, or I don't know what he said. That shit's not. Funny. It just sounded like domestic violence, and I remember I was driving and I stopped the car. And I pulled over. So he like, the fuck? And I said, um, let me explain my non-negotiable. I didn't even think it had to come up, but I see you play a lot. I don't play with anything that sounds like domestic violence. I said, because if I feel unsafe with you, I'm going to I'm gonna quit you. If I feel like you're joking too much, I said, you're going to put me into my masculine energy, and I'm going to fuck you up in return, what, what? or I'm going to have somebody fuck you up. And if I got to be in that headspace with you, I said, this won't it's work. I am a flower. I said, I'm not feeling delicate when you talk to me like and, that. And, and I got to say someone that for men that are watching, y'all be act. you know what? This is crazy. But he, wait, hold on. Oh, this is important. He got quiet. And I thought that was going to be the last day we spoke. But he apologized. And realized that it was serious. And he serious. said, you know what? Nobody ever said that to me. He said, and I play like that a lot. So he probably didn't think it was serious. He was like, you really serious? He said, like, you would really stop talking to me. I said, oh, in a heartbeat. I said, I have friends who yep. experienced domestic violence not me and i was the girl that would have to pull up and have him jump in a car or one time i jumped okay. out and i was gonna fight him because she was pregnant i said i got memories yeah, that me you too. just resurfaced when you was playing and i said not and not even you too. know what i'm saying so when we went through that conversation um he ain't joke like that again now if he would have still made another joke like that then i'd have had to just cut him off because then you think that my trauma is a negotiable Okay. And he didn't joke like that, which I appreciated. You could, you could, you could be kept around. But you spoke. Well, but I had to speak up about it. Though. Now the older me would have been like, "Oh, he's just playing." But you know what? There's power in words. You there might are. really think it's okay one day to pump at me or joke like that or or rough me up and and and, and then again, I have trauma. I might think we about to really. Get, get it into something happen. I ain't a little girl. I got a little huskiness on me, and my, my punch might carry. And then, then we, we all at the, we at the precinct because we was just we playing. Shit got See what I'm saying? Like that's my trauma. And that's that's how I feel about. So that's why it. I don't even play Respect. like that. We don't we don't we ain't play no love hits. We not joking around like that because my brain will even not play. I, I I agree with that too. I just feel like all men like think about it. You dated somebody before this person, and men might be like, "Oh, she don't like to do this. She don't like this." You get with a new motherfucker, you doing all types of crazy shit. I didn't know I and liked. The, yeah, exactly. But that's Kayaking. because. Right. That man made you feel safe, safe. in mm-hmm. a way that, you know, maybe somebody else didn't. I always say this to her. If you really lo- 
a man can really get a woman damn near to do anything. When you think about certain things, if he treats you good, so a lot of times it's it's the treatment, it's mm-hmm. respect. So if you're treated with respect, I damn near do anything for you. But the name calling and, and shit like that, I, I can't. You can't call me out my name and then you know an hour later. I mean, we grown here, y'all. Then you know an hour later, you going up to the bedroom, motherfuckers up there waiting on you to. You know what I'm saying? Do some tricks. I can't give nothing. I'm dry. It's wanna, desert you know storm. I mean? Just call me a bitch and I, I don't No, nothing about that, that makes me excited for yeah, you. So I'm 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 tight. I I'm nervous. It's not a safe space. Yeah, I, I think uh, respect is something big. That's something let me so go into the question. So, Miko, the question is, what is the quality, like at least three, just three, that you need in this season um, with your partner? Um, my next partner. What you need? I, I, yeah. I'm about... <laughs> not what you want. You know what? I, I want a business partner. You really want a business partner? I want a business partner. Mm-hmm. Like, I love business. I'm going to make you a question. Does mm-hmm. he have to have some money or tools available to get into business with you. He's, can he be from the ground up? How does that look like? Um, I don't really want him all the way from the ground up. <laughs> like, it's, it's too, because it's like you teaching, you, you know. It's, it's you too know, much teaching. And I've been, that's what I've been doing my whole life, you know, teaching mm-hmm. people. And sometimes when you teach people, you teach them and they leave. Mm-hmm. Or you teach them and they go do it well, for somebody else. Well, ain't, ain't a nigga that ever, ever, excuse my language when I say nigga, ain't a man that ever, been with me that I left or left me or anybody mm-hmm. ever leave me and I ever left no respectfully that didn't leave better you could say what you want about me you mm-hmm. might even got a feeling about me mm-hmm. like that bitch really you know mm-hmm. she went to Miami but you you're different you got different skills mm-hmm. you got different motivation mm-hmm. you read different mm-hmm. you can't never say that I left you not better than when we started mm-hmm. Now, I don't know how you feel about being left. That's your, right. But you probably did something messed that up. I ain't never leave a good man. I think that men can get better once they realize that they messed up. Right. But I'm not interested in the double back. I'm right. just not. Right. No. Right. You know, it was too much trauma for me to have to walk away. And I yeah. do a lot before I walk away. Yes. So when I, I walk agree. away yes. and I see, I like, how you doing, buddy? Huh. Yeah, you done I agree. Yeah. I agree. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah, I ain't got, I ain't got, I ain't got no tickle in nothing. Yep. So you need a business partner. Um, yeah, business partner, someone that's caring. If this is somebody, you know what my whole problem is, it's always me. Mm-hmm. It's always me. I want somebody to carry me this time. That's why I said I can't get them all the way from the bottom because you're not going to, like, right. I, my bills is, you, you know, $16,000 a month. Yeah. You know. I got a rap that I made the other day. Yes. You want to hear my rap made the other day? Yeah. I said I got big girl problems. I got problems you can't solve them. And, you know, I, I went into my whole rap. I got problems that niggas can't even afford these problems. Right. So the, the problem is here, you can't even be at a certain point right. if we are truly going to date and see what this works because um, my lifestyle isn't even set for, you know, I will say this. I don't mind a working man. I don't mind a man with a good job and benefits and so forth because that tells me that you did something. You had some type of grit to get to that point. Right. But I will not deal with anybody beyond that point because there is going to be a lot of mentorship and coaching, like you said, said. that is going to have to happen. And there's a lot of ego that's going to have to be checked. And if you don't know how to check it or if you don't have a a foundation in God, it's just so many things that factor. I won't have um, the I won't be interested in you. I won't be I won't get turned on. Um, I'm going to be frustrated. And, And, you know, my coaching is a thousand an hour. So I don't know how I'm planning yeah. to coach you, you know, have sex with you, cook much. for you. I don't know. We, what are we going to do? Like, yeah. so I realized that as much as I like many people, <laughs> I can't, I can't entertain it because at the end of the day, and it's not trying to sound whatever, but this version, this bitch work hard to get to this version. 
I sacrificed all the the parties I didn't go to. I sacrificed the cookouts. I sacrificed the dating. I, I sacrificed. So what this version deserves is the very best because the sacrifices I make. Motherfuckers need to learn how to sacrifice too. So when you go to bed at at ten o'clock because you tired, nigga, I'm tired too. But I didn't hit today's goal, so I'm up. And if you can't be up with me because you didn't hit your day's goal, whatever your day's goal is, we're not aligned. See, we don't have to make the same amount. I'm okay with that. That's right. But you gotta have the same grit and drive. Why is you sleep? Sleep is a luxury. You hear what I said? Sleep is a luxury. What did you sleep for? Like, wake up. And, and, and then and then the, depression is even a luxury, if you want to be honest. Mm-hmm. I got some shit happening, too. And I want to stay in the bed, too. And I want the covers over my head, too. But it's a motherfucker that got to eat the next day. It's called payroll. So let me get out this bed and, and fake it till I make it. And then something, God always gives something inspirational throughout the day. It could be a nice message from a, uh IG person. It could be, a, I don't know, something Thank nice. The Lord knows what you need when you need it, right? Yeah. So I don't even know how people had the luxury to just... uh I don't even know how you be broke. How you be broke? Like, I don't even know if I, for what I know now, I could do it. Mm-hmm. I, I would, I would sell waters before. I would, I would go back to Ashley Stewart. I would, I would, yep. and I know I would because before I became this version, I had five jobs. Mm-hmm. I was a professor. I worked at the college. I worked at Old Navy. Ashley Stewart and did taxes all at the same time. There was not a free moment. If you wanted to see me, you came and saw me on my lunch break. Like for real, that's what dating looked like. Maybe we had time for sex. Maybe uh, if I had a little hour, you know, a little availability time after. I don't know. But what I'm trying to say is it was like, I know how it is to go get it, and I'm not above a job the, legally. Pride, like right. Pride, though, pride, pride is pride is a, is a trait of broke motherfuckers. If you so prideful, then you cannot be yep, paid and prideful. I've mm-hmm. never seen it. That's what I'm saying. They're two assets. They're, 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 like, they're like opposite words. Did you get all your your qualities out? She needs a strong man, though. I think that's that's the, from what I see from my last last relationships, you know, in the past, it's just that, you know, um, I just he gotta be strong. He gotta and he gotta he gotta some some days I'm drained. I want him to be the one to be like, all right, well let's do this and let's do that. It's all you know, with me, I am like I have ideas and I just be like, Oh, let's do this and I and I have a vision for everybody and it's like I my next version has to be he has to have some some for me. You know what I'm saying? Not me, you can't Miko, you always the one this, this, that. It has to be different. So he gotta have, like I said, I'm before, and I'm just gonna be very, very transparent. Like I used to like the niggas that was on the floor, right? Because I could do it what I want. I could say what I want, treat you how I want, you know. But that was the old me. Mm-hmm. The new me is, you know, want a whole lot. Like I want real stuff. So it's just like, in order for me to get big, big stuff, I could get it by myself. But it'll make it better if I have somebody else with me. I think know? that when I think so, about retirement, mm-hmm. and I think about like what does a job well done look like. I think about where I want to be at with the person I love. Mm. What, 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 what ocean I want to be watching my feet in. I want to have my rocking chair going. We're watching the grandkids and the great grandkids. There's a vision that I have about what that looks like. And it don't look like me by myself. Mm. But it don't look like me carrying it by myself either. I am so rebellious right now. Like, it's crazy. I'm even surprised at who this person is. I got to give you an example. I went to Starbucks today. Y'all know I love Starbucks. Mm-hmm. And um, I ordered this uh, caramel frat. And it was too much fucking caramel. The girl did not tell me that they didn't have whipped cream to break it up. I get the caramel ribbon crunch. 
Oh, she, that's my yeah, shit. That's but my imagine shit. getting a rib of crunch with no whipped cream. Nah, it's just caramel. You follow? So it was so much caramel, but the old me would be like, oh, it's fine. They, 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 she, it's okay. Uh, and I would just power through, even though it's like a sugar diabetes drink, right? So then it hit me. I'm like, that ain't you no more, bitch. Like, I had a moment as I was walking out of the store. And I walked back around. I went to the front of the line. It was revolutionary. And I said, excuse me. I said, you did not tell me. And it was a little strong. I apologize after. I said, it, I said, you did not tell me that there was not any whip. I was like, and this is not a caramel rim or crunch. I said, you will make this over. And I want a regular frap. And what I need is, and I did, 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 do. And it was like five other people in front. And I said, sorry, y'all. I said, but I don't got to live like that. And I don't even know that sounded really radical. And the girl was like, she said, shit. I, you ain't got She said, shit. She said, that drink is $10. That's they, she said, she should have told you it was no whip. You didn't tell me it was no whip. This is not the season to give me anything that you think you're just going to give me in this season. I'm speaking up at every turn and corner, and it's going to get uncomfortable in this motherfucker, and that's okay. So what I learned, too, is you're going to make me uncomfortable. Shit, you're going to be uncomfortable, too. That's right. I used to want to be the one that would keep the peace, and you know me. Like, you're like, well, we don't. it's okay. It's not okay. Because I I, I worked hard for that $10. Shit, I didn't sleep last night for that motherfucking $10. Yeah. So I'm gonna need this. I'm gonna need this correctly, and I, and I actually I need a gift card for the difference because this is not the same drink that yeah, I got charged for. This lady looked at me like, "Who the fuck is this?" You know what I'm saying? So, so I say all that to say to you guys, we're gonna wrap up. But I say all that to say to you, like, I am proud of your new season that you're going into. It's very scary because you don't get an award for carrying it. Nobody's gonna pat you on your back no, and say, no. "Job well done." In the middle of all the personal shit you're going through, yes. and then you can't even say that your employees and the people and your customers that are counting you, you know, I'm going through something yep. personally. Ooh, nobody sure gives can. a fuck. They don't. And I realize that nobody gives a fuck, so you have to show up anyway. Yep. So what I my 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 hope is that if you're watching this and you're in the middle of something, that you quickly figure it out too. And that you're able to see examples of three women that are still figuring it the fuck out every Thank day, you. every That's moment. What I was gonna say. And that you can do it too. And I, I and I really appreciate you guys being authentic. I told them, I said, don't come in here with no cookie cutter bullshit. You know we wasn't though. Because the 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 times that we're in and the audience that I serve, we cannot afford inauthenticity. We just yeah, can't afford it. It's misleading. It looks so good on social media. You do a good job making it look good. I mean, Miko making movie videos, and um, she jumping off like bad boys. I'm like, oh, I want to get on I want to jump too. You know what I'm saying? And and and, and then we gotta link the the video of the the studio because y'all did this shit by hand. Yes. Like I'm literally looking at the details, and, the, and I'm like, yep. these bitches really did it. Like, but nobody gives you a, a pat on the back yep. and say, job well done. So if you never hear job well done, I'm gonna give you guys. Job well oh, done. Thank you, Sonia. You guys really do deserve it. Um, thank you, thank you. Baby. You do, you do deserve it. Thank you. And if and if you if you ever feel like this, I'll give you exercise for everybody. And we'll close out. If you ever feel like what you're doing doesn't matter, if you feel like overwhelmed or you feel like this shit isn't, you know, I would dare you to write down all the things you accomplished. Don't, don't. You actually should do this anyway that, that because sometimes good. you just need to go to it on your phone or go to it in your wallet. Write down all the things that you have accomplished, and when you read that list, you're going to be like, I'm a bad bitch. That's true. That's true. I don't need, this ain't nothing. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Like, somebody watching has overcome homelessness, somebody has overcome drugs, domestic violence. Um, Those things, that is, you've championed it already. Mm-hmm. 
So I, I think that everybody watching here is in a position where they are truly overcoming something. And I'm really proud of you guys. Thank you. We love you. Thank you for making this happen. There was a, she was trying to get out this podcast, Miko, yeah. earlier. She really was. She's like, they got key. I'm like, girl. Well, it's, it's a, and I think that you're starting to get it. I think you guys have such a dynamic duo at this stage in your life. And it could change as we get older. But to see you two not together, it's, it's fucking it's weird. weird. It's, it's weird. weird. I was like, we're not it's doing weird. that. So what do we have to do there? <laughs> I was like, nah, I wasn't even listening. If they know what they did. accepted the thought. Yeah. I was like, so what we got to do? Where's the store? Yeah. Um, it's just, it would just be weird. You know what I'm saying? I agree. I and um, you guys have something that's very special. A lot of people would love to have it. And I knew when you start really coming around, you was really, I said, I, I think I said it to you. I said, her life is about to really change. And I, said, I did say you to you. You Situation. Well, I remember saying to you in private, I said, Miko, you're going to have to really be there to support her. I called was what was happening before it happened. I said, it's, I said, it was going I said, it's about to shift. I said, you cannot leave her. Remember, I said that. Remember what you just said the other day at the party, though. Remember, you were saying, because you was like, um, is she divorced? Right. And I said, well, she's not divorced on paper, but right. she's divorcing her brain. Right. And you basically. Yeah, yeah. So, you, you was basically like, "Well, Keek, you know, like it's good that you want her life because that is really hard." And you yeah, were at the party. Yes, yeah, so. it's, it's it's and the shit you're going through is hard. Like, yeah. if you don't, yes, yeah, very. Let me be. All of us go through stuff, mm -hmm. but it's nice to have girlfriends. I can honestly say, no matter what I say, I know it don't go nowhere. Mm -hmm. You know, if I'm there, we we've been in Miami together, mm -hmm. just at Airbnb having girls talk. That shit never goes nowhere. Mm -hmm. It's nothing like having good friends. I don't care if we ain't seen Sonya in six months. The minute right. she pick us up from the airport, girl, guess yes. what? And it just start. And it yes. never. And I leaves. and I had to cut y'all out with love. I gotta say this part. When I moved, I fully felt lonely when I went to I'm Miami. So sorry. No, but y'all had your own shit going on, and y'all explained it. But I, I said, you know what? Because two things can happen. You could just cut people off and be like, they're changing on me. And I was like, but they don't change up. I was like, I need to tell them that it, I, my feelings are hurt. I said, because I think that people thought I was too busy to bother. I did think But that. really, I was sitting home like, doo doo doo. We didn't know. We didn't think that because yeah, we thought you was busy. Well, well I, I know how to end up know. Miami. I just came to Miami uh, with my, oh, wait, we did with my ex husband. Right. And I was, I pointed to like a, a condo. Where I was at. I think, <laughs> well, wait, and then we did go to Miami, and I think you was somewhere up. Remember, we called her when we was there. We did come, and you was, I don't know. Yeah, we was trying to go to that real, that nice restaurant yeah. you took us at. I think I was somewhere just, I'm not thinking I was about to fly out the next day yeah. or something. Yeah. But what I was saying is, and I had to say this to everybody moving to Florida, I said, listen, I said, just give me a little notice because I have a calendar too. I was like, and don't think it's a bother. I said, because, um, and I'm glad I experienced this for myself, whether I move back home or whatever I do. When you move, you are you will really find out a lot about you. You find out what you are made of. It is nobody there to really call on. And I didn't go there with a husband. I went there with somebody I was dating, like for her, right? Mm -hmm. And but even he is not my end all be all. So I said, I've got to make some new friends. I've got to find some places I can go for myself. I got to find things that I like to do out here that doesn't involve him. And I had to find okay. that. Because I didn't have that that first year. Don't worry. We are going to be right. there for you. You better come for I move somewhere else. I, I don't am... know if I'm staying in Florida or not. I, I'm so indifferent. Please, that um, is our favorite place. I think is, you should rethink this. Too, but Florida is different and it's getting a little radical. 
on the landscape for black people, as you can tell what's happening. Yeah. So I don't know how safe it is for minorities uh, and gays in Florida much longer. True. Um, is, so know. we have to figure, like, you know, that whole situation out. All right, so, guys, before we close out, um, where do you want people to follow you at, to engage with you? They're going to want more of you. How do they get that? Um, well, too, she has a couple pages, too. At Viciato Beauty Boutique. We'll if y'all want to get y'all some bundles. Some she does have the best too. hair yes, in the world. I really do. Um, and also, at the set studios, you want to do content, we put this thing together, and it's just amazing. And, you know, I am proud of you. I have to say, she she just she also I mean you even tell her you just had a baby, oh, yeah. my niecey poo so beautiful. Take a shit, it came over here, but okay. Um, and and what you said, and I know I'm gonna pass it to her. What you said about writing things down, I had to say this to her the other day. I said, you do realize you just had a baby, correct? Yeah. And if you look at all the stuff you're yeah. doing with a baby, I people can't, can't even do it without. Well, I come and get my tinker though. She know I, we come and kidnap her and give her a break, but. I was telling her that the other day. So I think writing it down might be important. You write everything else down, I think, and you do write your goals down. Yeah. So maybe you should go look back at some of those charts and say, well, damn, I, I did do that. all these things. Because yeah. one thing about her, she don't give herself enough credit. And right. I'm like, you just had a baby. Both of y'all are really beasts. I love both of y'all. I'm so happy I have y'all in my life because y'all really do help me. And y'all just help me grow. And, become, you know, and Key, this I'm is becoming. the last time you identify us as the boss. I know, but, but no, I, I, I hear what y'all say. Today's the last no, day. No, because I feel like we in a in an era where people don't give respect. Okay, I appreciate due. the flowers, but I here's the to. thing. I, I, I understand what you're saying, Sonia. I got it. She's been doing that for a while. I and this is one of, one of the reasons why what I did. Wait, wait, let me say this. This is one of the reasons why. And she's like that, and I love her. She's pure. And she's really like that because, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of situations, people be around me to use, oh, yeah. to talk about me, to find out what I'm doing. You don't put so many people oh, on. Yeah, put so many up. people on. Nobody don't, you know. But one thing about Keith, she's not like that. Right. She's not out of all my, you know, I have girlfriends and I, I can say like three of them that like that's my close girlfriends mm -hmm. are not like that but she's one of them mm -hmm. um and and that's how she carries it because she gives people props she you know she 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 do that like she'll her, her so well, that's what i was about to say but the set i said no i'm not gonna make my my face the set right face you the set right so she i was like you gonna talk so I make her talk. So when you see her on the set, it's like, well, who owns this set? Because they see her so much. I knew what I was doing. Right. People know my face. Right. But they need to know her face, too. Right. So I'm going to play my part. Go ahead. I said, Key, get on there and talk. Get, wait, wait, wait. I said, talk. And she like, what you mean? I'm going to wait for you to come back. I said, you ain't got to wait for me. Right. Do it. I want them to see you. You can't wait for You know for what I'm her. saying? Because it's not just yeah. about me. It's about us. Mm -hmm. Because we built this. You know what I'm saying? And that's... And I'm only going to say this. She was pregnant, okay? We built this shit. It was, we pregnant. got up 8 in the morning. Yeah. It's times we wouldn't leave her until 10 o'clock at night. Both of our drives are an hour and a half. Yeah. Again, she owns the front, the selfie content room. Mm -hmm. So she gave me this opportunity, right? So I'm going to tell you why I didn't do it right away. You're not telling the whole story. So I get it, but we did this shit together, right? We never got to introduce ourselves together. So when she got pregnant, was on bed rest, I did do voiceovers. But I didn't show my face until she had the baby and came back and we did an official video after that. Then I did. But I felt like we did this shit, blood, sweat and tears. Right. It was it, it's a respect. Thing. It's and so that's beautiful. Just, yeah, that's just yeah. me. I felt like if I just show my face when you drove an hour and a half, I drove sometimes two hours. That shit was trash. Four hours on a road some days. So it was like, I feel like uh, just in this area, 
you people just not thorough like that. And that's just how I feel. And that's just how I carry my oh, shit, though. But I know. I love y'all. All right, guys. So we're going to wrap up. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the That's Rare podcast. Listen, we are going to be more consistent and letting you guys have episodes on Fridays. Just a little bit of a filming glitch. No worries. We got to cover now. Um, But make sure that you, if you like what you're hearing, you like the content, I really need you guys to comment and just get feedback. Like, I like this episode. We want more of this. So I want to see you guys talk about because it really helps me figure out what to ask our guests and our interviewees. Oh, as to what they want to hear. This is their show. And I just really wanted to provide the most authentic look behind the scenes, particularly for women, particularly for black women, about entrepreneurship. We can talk about a lot of things, but we got to really talk about what is really happening so that people can understand if this is a good lane for them or not. So, guys, again, my name is Sonya Lewis, a.k.a. The Student Loan Doctor. As always, thank you for tuning in to the That's Rare podcast. We'll see you soon.